Yes, hello folks, welcome along once again to another edition of the Irish Rally Podcast, this time in association with CS Recovery and Transport. Uh, you can check them out on Facebook and also just to let you know what they do, specialising in the transportation of rally cars to vintage cars and any car in between you like, uh, located in the southeast of Ireland and within easy access of the major motorways and ferry ports. So again, CS Recovery and Transport, thanks for uh, looking after tonight's episode and uh, check them out on social media there as well especially facebook and um, plenty to get through this evening as always if you want to get in touch you can just comment underneath the stream we're live on facebook twitter and on youtube um we will have the audio up on spotify and apple podcast not after the show tonight uh it'll be tomorrow morning uh, a little bit of sleep to catch up on so from tomorrow morning onwards you'll be able to listen back to this as well but we have a good bit to go through it's um a relatively busy time it has to be said the ulster rally obviously uh last weekend um the rent to kill Historic rally coming up this weekend, and we're going to focus more on that Rent a Hill, um, Rent a Kill, I should say, historic rally in more detail again next Tuesday at 9 pm, where we'll have another podcast on that one specifically. But tonight it's very much um, Ulster rally focused and the, the BRC in general because large contingent, obviously, and a large contingent that have enjoyed success from the island of Ireland. So we'll um, delve into that a little bit. And uh, also, RAC obviously is coming up uh, next weekend, and we might chat a little bit about that um and one of our guests will be able to dovetail into it because he's actually competing in the event but to get us going on the sealants program we uh, first of all have johnny mulholland how are we doing johnny i'm all right yourself as for flying and now and mr william creighton all right will how's things how's it going kevin thanks for uh, having us on no problem good to have you on again um you guys are no strangers to each other of course <laughs> no way definitely not <laughs> yeah yeah. yeah, we've uh, we've seen plenty of each other this year, anyway. Yeah, yeah. right. So, um, it's been a what do you call it? A successful year for you guys. Um, we didn't know what early to expect at the start of the season. I will. I know I caught up with you. I think after the Neil Howard stages, and you've been on a bit of a globe trot. But um, you know, in terms of uh, the DRC stuff, it's gone uh, pretty good uh, for both you guys. But will I start with you first? Um, maybe talk us through the, the campaign, and we'll, we'll talk about. Ulster the weekend as well like it, it strikes me obviously that you knew you had a bit of a a plan uh you seemed to execute that plan very well um and maybe you'll enlighten us on what the actual plan was and how well you felt you executed it sorry i i lost you there was that that was a question for me was it yeah, sorry, Will. Yeah, um, the the stream is a little bit glitchy. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> sorry, sorry. is isn't great. You're you're just playing very very strangely. We have a show down here called Crime Call, and you wouldn't look out place at the moment. It just looks a little bit off. Whatever's whatever's going on, and we lost Johnny there now as well for good measure. But uh, I think Johnny's going to come on with with Plan B in a, in a moment's time. But no, the question Will was basically, you know, going into last Saturday, I think you knew what you had to do. Um, it seemed like a measured drive. Was that the plan beforehand? And obviously, you know, it seemed to work quite well. Yeah, um, obviously we had, I would say we had most of the hard work done before the Ulster. Um, we had four wins, uh, you know, in a row. So we had a good, good uh, haul of points there going into the last round. And, can't remember exactly i think it was probably the top seven we had to finish in so yeah it was really the aim of the event was just to get to the finish line and uh try not make any mistakes and we knew if we were able to get to the finish uh we would you know get enough points to win the championship so 
yeah, it's, you know, sometimes it's maybe easier to get your head into the mindset if you know you just have to go and go flat out and uh, try and win rather than going and, you know, driving at, you know, 80% or 70%. So, yeah, it was it was quite tricky to just to get into that mindset, but I suppose also easier than, uh, you know, going with the pressure of having to win the rally. Um, but, yeah, so the, the aim was really just get to the finish line and make, make no uh, – mistakes and uh yeah don't do anything stu- too stupid so uh, uh i'm glad uh, liam was able to you know keep me right and uh we got got through all nine stages with uh without any issues good stuff um and from your point of view johnny uh you've you know a lot of the, a lot of the work was done earlier in the championship as well so um you know you could enjoy things a little bit because i touched base with you probably it's probably over a month ago now about coming on and, or whatever and there was still a couple of rounds left at that stage yeah. and I think you had things wrapped up so yeah you had yeah. Um, a lot of pressure off obviously and you could maybe enjoy it yeah thankfully we had um we had things wrapped up after after them all actually so um for, for both the Ulster and the Cameron I suppose we we could just have a bit of fun and a bit of seat time and the Ulster uh I definitely had more fun on the Ulster than I did the Cameron anyway well well we'll know how, how rough the Cameron actually was um and for him definitely probably a lot more pressure for for that round but no look we went out to the ulster um our aim was was to finish it as well there's uh definitely that you know the car was up for sale on, on monday today or yesterday so didn't want to do anything silly like hit it or damage it or anything like that so we just cruised around had a bit of fun the process and um yeah we got, got to the end thankfully with with a good result so Mm-hmm. And what were the stages like in general, lads? I, mean, I know I think a couple of years ago they were quite similar, but obviously the conditions were quite different. So, what sort of challenges did that kind of um, you know throw up for you guys? And will I start with you? Yeah, last time we did the event in twenty nineteen, it was uh, it was different different conditions altogether. So it was a lot. Uh, I suppose it was maybe a lot nicer and the slippiest parts in 2019 were probably the bits where there was the most rubber down the road, you know, for the second and third pass. So whereas this year it was just, uh, it was probably the amount of mud that was being pulled out by the top guys. Uh, it's probably not, you know, it's not the nicest to drive in the front wheel drive car, but uh, yeah, the uh, the stages were good. There was a little bit of everything into them, um, you know, very technical and, you know, bits of wide road where they're quite fast and then you're turning on to a much more narrow road. Mm-hmm. So as I say, there was, there was different, uh, yeah, there's a, a little bit of everything in them and there's plenty there to catch you out, uh, especially in the second and, and the third pass whenever you're going into the dark. So, uh, as I say, I was, I was glad, glad to get round in, uh, in one piece. Mm-hmm. And John, you've obviously said, you know, that you wanted to keep the car and, and not mark it because it was yeah. going for sale or whatever. But, uh, yeah. obviously yeah. there's a temptation there to give it the welly at the same time. <laughs> All right, like you still want to, you still want to go out and go kind of fast. Um, we probably weren't going as fast as we we should have been or, or usually were going. But uh, look, we still got round. And I said, funny at the end of it, you know, if if it was bone dry, it probably would have been a very enjoyable rally. The stages were were really nice as well, as well said. Um, some fast stuff, some tight technical stuff. Um, but you know, this year, obviously, being at the end of November, I found myself putting wet tires on when it was relatively dry just to get a bit of heat into them. So, um. It was tough for that respect, but look, still enjoyed it. And the night stuff, uh, again, me and Will have gotten used to that this year. I've probably done more night driving uh, in a rally car this year than I ever have in, in my whole life. So, 
uh, we're definitely used to it by now, I think, and it was it was it was nice to do it on on home soil again. I think so. And like from both your point of view, in terms of the nice stages, which is obviously a novel thing, like I'd say there's, there's a lot of competitors that maybe haven't encountered that um, in their careers thus far. Um, so how different is that? Obviously, apart from the obvious answer and the smart answer is, is darkness and light. But as a driver, like how, what's your approach like uh, in comparison to daily? I mean, are you more cautious or do you feel like, like some lads, I've heard say this before, that because you have the, the big rack of lights on the front and the whole lot that you actually go for it a bit more because I think visibility is a bit better. But is there a lure of getting caught a bit easier then as well? Or how do you guys kind of find that? Yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> I think in the dark, it's pretty cool. Um, any night stages are, are going to give you a good buzz, but, uh, yeah, the lights in the cars nowadays, they're, uh, you know, they're that good that it, it just lights the road up like it's daylight. Um, Suppose for the Ulster, I found it most tricky, you know, trying to determine what the surface was like, trying to break for the, the tight corners, um, because in the daylight, you know, you can see the shiny bits of tarmac, uh, whereas in the in the dark, even with the lights, it's just hard to, to pick that out. So that's probably what I was most cautious about. Um, but yeah, you always, you're probably maybe not going as quick in the dark, but uh, it gives that sensation that you are. Um, as I say, yeah, it's just, it gives you a real buzz and any night stages are, are pretty good fun. So yeah, I really enjoyed it. Um, but as I say, it's, it's easy to get caught out in the dark. So, uh, yeah, we just, just had to be careful of that. Mm -hmm. Johnny. Yeah. And I think, uh, picking up on what Will said, the lights were that good. Now the, I suppose the problem I found the biggest, uh, at night was committing, committing to our pace notes. Um, as fun as it is, it was obviously writing our own notes for the entire year. It's been, you know, in in the daytime, you can maybe see over the crest that's in front of you. In the dark, the light kind of puts a shadow behind it, so it, it does make it a bit difficult, but it was still fun. And especially on the likes of Mull, um, you get a difficulty as well. And, and as I say, well, we'll know with the fog and the rain uh, bouncing back off the lights and, and reflecting off that, which doesn't make life any easier, but, um, yeah, the Ulster was fun. Um, it was the stages at night were actually pretty nice. I enjoyed them as well. So we're definitely getting better at it anyway. I think our night vision is getting better. So yeah, you don't need night vision goggles now anymore. Um, in yeah, general, in, in general, lads, in terms of the the season, then. So if I was to ask for maybe high points and low points, and will if you want to factor in your your low trot endeavours into this as well, by all means do. But I'll ask a question to Boaty. Like, what was you know. There was obviously highs and lows, as there always is. But for you, what has obviously stood out? Obviously, winning the championship is going to be one thing. But in general, if I was to ask you for those, and if you want to have two or three of each, by all means, go ahead and enlighten us. But I'll start again with you, Will. Uh, probably one that stands out would have been Mull for me. Um, you know, it's, it was a new experience to go there and compete. Um, you know, it's everybody uh, talks about Mullen, how special it is and how unique it is. So that was really cool to go there. And, you know, he, I suppose I was trying to go there to get a finish and, and gain some good points to the championship as well. And we had a couple of issues at the start of the rally with the car and that put us in the back foot. So... I suppose we just went flat out after that to try and uh, try and you know make up for the lost time, and we managed to stay on the road and, and set quite a few good stage times. And yeah, it's, you know whenever you're going flat out, it's it's always more fun than when you're not going as quick. Uh, 
so yeah i would say mull stands out for me but then of course going to all the the junior world championship rounds that was a great experience as well and i really enjoyed going back to ypres competing in the sieges that i've done before and yeah i suppose just all those world rounds they're they're special and they're they're a big effort for the whole team to you know to get to the finish of them so uh yeah whenever you cross the finish line it makes it all worth it um i would say probably a low point's probably going off on on the nicky grist at the you know the start of the brc campaign you know you look back on it now we we were going to we were in second place and we were we we're just pushing too hard to try and win the rally and you know if you're looking back at that now from a championship point of view probably didn't need to do that the way it all panned out but uh yeah it's easy saying that you know now but uh that made it quite difficult for the rest of the year you know you're you're on the back foot from quite an early you know an early point in the season but uh yeah, thankfully, um, a few good results after that. Was able to get the championship back on track. Mm-hmm. Johnny. Yeah, and I suppose ourselves, we we had plenty of good results thankfully this year too. Uh, as well said, you know, Mull was a special experience. It's, I don't think either of us have ever have ever done before. That was pretty special. Um, it was a wee bit scary in Mull for us because I knew in the back of my head, if I just got to the finish of that, we'd won our championship. Um, so that kind of cruised around a bit there. Um, I was supposed the first round of the season at Alton Park. Um, managed to take a win just on the, on the opening round, which uh, again I, I went into without any real expectations and um, actually managed to come out on top, which was nice. Um, I was quite funny, it's actually the same as Williams. We on the Nicky Grist were second uh, in our class, um, and then we had won the stage prior. So we were kind of on a bit of a mission to, to prove a point almost and then went off to the end of the ditch now. Thankfully, we could keep going, but um, still not a nice feeling sliding in <laughs> and feeling the thud through the car. So uh, that was probably the, the lowest point of the year, thank God. So Yeah, so um, Monday then, just talk about the differences. You know, one one year... <laughs> One of you were selling cars and the other I was trying to buy cows or sell cows, I think. Um, maybe you like us on that one, Will. We, I think we might have saw a little post there somewhere. So you were straight into the take of it again. I actually think Johnny was talking about the Nicky Grist there. He went off just a few corners after me. So I think he was just worrying about me sitting <laughs> yeah, in the ditch and did, yeah. obviously lost concentration and <laughs> did it himself. It was a face. Um, it pulled at the side of the road. It sort of distracted me. So. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I was um yeah, I was at the mart on uh I think yeah, last night, Monday night, uh yeah, trying to uh trying to pick up a few animals. But uh yeah, no, thankfully we've uh we've come home empty handed, so uh makes a bit less work over the him. winter. I can't take him serious when he talked about Johnny actually really wanted to come with me, so he did. Yeah, <laughs> I miss. He said he said the cafe in the mart is, is second to none, so I think I'm going to go next week with him. It's <laughs> funny, right? Because yeah, there's a lot of people who wouldn't put Will down as a lad that you'd even see in the mart. Let alone, you know, that's hard. Yeah. So, yeah, that's it's smart though. But isn't isn't it again a sign that you know life goes on for for some guys? That's the that's the pro game and that's it. But then you got to go back to work. Like and we, we say this time and time again on the podcast. That's kind of. The, the mad thing with, with rallying as such, you know, that it is a, a severe dose of reality very quickly. Um, yeah. But obviously, obviously a, a labour of love nonetheless, lads. Definitely, yeah. 
Um, we're not World Rally drivers just yet. We're not stepping into the, the project and flying back home <laughs> at the end of each rally. So much yeah uh, i think yeah. uh it'd be nice Come. to uh it'd be nice to be rallying every day of the week it's not easy no yeah. it's definitely not easy and it's a lot of work as well rallying itself um so coming back into the real world i suppose after the weekend is uh, a bit of an adjustment but look it has to be done and uh we do all right. We're happy enough. <clears throat> so, um, just in terms of uh, just before we finish up, then lads, what are the plans for Boat E then? What's what's happening next? Maybe that William start with that one. His plans are probably greater than mine. <laughs> <laughs> um, to be honest, it uh, it's been really you know it's been flat out the last last few months with you know focusing on finishing off our JWRC campaign and then. Obviously, I, I wanted to do well at the Ulster to win the BRC, um, the Junior Championship. So you can't get left behind, you know, coming towards the end of one season for planning for the next because it comes around that quickly. But yeah, we next year, I'd love to be back in the World Championship. Um, so yeah, I think that's definitely where I want to be. And if I want to keep trying to progress, that's that's the best place for me. And as I said, I've really enjoyed competing there this year. And probably this is the year that I've had to step you know step up the biggest level and to compete against those guys and i think you know liam and i were able to do that quite well so, so yeah now that i've got a taste for that and you know i understand what all those rallies are about and a bit more experience of it i'd, I'd love to go back to that level and uh yeah so it's it's really it's my job over the next you know a uh, few weeks and months to to put a few plans in place and see if we can make that possible mm-hmm. well, for you, suppose, well you have the I was just going to say, I suppose you have the free WRC round as well, thanks to the, the junior championship. So you will have to choose your round carefully, don't you? Yeah, you yeah with yeah. The, winning the, the junior title, we have the, the Hyundai prize drive. and Yeah, we've got the, the Hyundai prize drive. So uh, yeah, next next year, we, well, we also have a we have a test in the Hyundai from, from a previous award. So uh, yeah, it'd be quite nice to put something together there, and I'm not sure what what round it would be yet that we were doing the the rally two car, but uh, yeah, it's definitely something to look forward to, and you know, a great a great opportunity to get more experience in a in a four wheel drive car. So uh, yeah, we've got that look that to look forward to, but uh, it'd be nice to uh, put a few more rounds in place and uh, in, in something in the world championship, but. Uh, yeah, as I say, we'll just we'll just have to put our head down over the next few weeks now and, and see what we can make possible. Good stuff. What you wind up then, John? If this car is up for sale, what's what's next for you? <laughs> well, because I because I won our uh, class in the British Championship, I actually get free entries into the the, the junior BRC for all of next year. So uh, I'll be upgrading the car hopefully to a Rally Four um, to compete in the junior BRC, and because. Because it clashes with nothing else, I'll probably do try and do Donegal as well, and uh, hopefully drag something special out of the shed for it. But uh, I'm just not too sure yet. So, good stuff. Well, listen, there's a couple of comments after coming in actually, and we'll we'll get to those. So, uh, great podcast as ever. Congratulations to both William and Johnny this year. Superb drives for both crews. Uh, there you go, lads. Um, loving these podcasts. Keep them up. That's from Gavin Dempsey. Uh, yeah. So, get thank you very much. Up. Yep. And we'll let pass you. on that as Definitely. well. Like, <laughs> uh, you know, and as we as we finish up on that, you know, um, very well done. 
uh, Academy Champion, the BRC, and Junior BRC Champion, and here on the Irish Charlie Podcast. It's great to, great to have you on, and great to catch up with you guys, and look, no doubt, we'll chat again soon. Um, hopefully, it'll be broadband updates uh, in both your areas there. We're <laughs> a little bit hazy at times, but I know. Uh, I know. that's the, the joys of it. But listen, Johnny Mulholland, William Creighton, thanks for coming on the Irish Rally Podcast, all right? Thank you very much, thanks. There we go. We say good luck so to Johnny and say good luck to Will. Uh, Niall Burns is on standby. Niall, how are we doing? Hey, how's things? How are you? Ah, sure. Flying it now. Um, it's after been a, a pretty enjoyable time for, for your good self over uh, the last number of weeks and months. Uh, enjoyable and busy time, yeah. But uh, yeah, sure. Can you complain? Like four championships in one season. I always kind of wanted to get one and to get four in the one year. You know, I'm still kind of lost for words about the whole thing, but not fantastic. Well, I was going to say a lot of lads go out their whole career and don't even win one. So to win four in the one year, like so, uh, BRC National Cup, uh, BTRDA Gold Star Championships, Welsh and Scottish Championships. Not too shabby, boss. No, it's definitely not. Like, and it's kind of surreal because we set out this year just to get as much seat time as possible, and then Gary just said, "Look, we register for this championship, and oh, sure, these two events are part of this. We register for that one. Next thing, we're actually on the way to the Nicky Grist, and he pulled out his phone and." Actually, we may as well register for the Welsh as well when we're going this far. And, you know, it was just kind of ironic they all fell into place, you know. Yeah, kind of steamrolled and got her pace and, and the usual crack. Well, do you know what? It's great It's great to see there's actually a decent uh, internet. Are you up in Donegal, are you? I'm up in Donegal, yeah. I'm just looking down at the Valley R stage of Donegal Rally here now. I was just looking at the boys and I was getting nervous. Jesus, if their internet's bad, geez, mine can't be too much better up this part of the world. But <laughs> thankfully, we don't seem to be too bad. That national Rob plan get get her all out of you. Uh, yeah, <laughs> the biggest fear of doing a live broadcast is literally stuff like that. And both the boys are dropping, but thankfully didn't drop at the same time. So, uh, yeah, all's all's well that ends well. I think Noel Sullivan's on standby as well. Noel, how are we doing? How are things? Um, I'm a bit late to the party, but uh, I suppose I don't have any. I don't have any um championship titles to my name, so ah, I feel like uh, <laughs> I feel Maybe. like yeah, I feel like the other one out tonight. But maybe, maybe, maybe the party was too early for you and all as well. Fairness, like, right? But no, look, come here. It was very nearly being one. Like it was so, so close. Like what stage eight was it when it all went wrong? Yeah, um, it's hard to know what to say. Really, um, it was kind of going well up to that point. Um, we knew the stages were running out, and we had to put in a big effort and a big push. And uh, it just came to what it was really at the finish. But um, ah. Uh, Fair play to Ashton. Like he drove a great rally, and uh, I think actually we were on the podium in every rally this year. So um, fairness to him, like uh, hats off. Um, when you sit with any driver, all you want is for them to give their best. Like so, um, he definitely tried. And I mean, also that's one thing for sure. Right? There was an onboard there that went up today, and uh, yeah. I just got a few messages like that he was trying. Like, and that's definitely was what he was doing. Well, I think I read with um, Sean Moriarty on Kerry Motorsport News that. It was an innocuous enough little thing that caught you out because there was a couple of more near misses that could have done more harm and it just really simple thing that happened, I suppose. So maybe you'll talk us through what did happen. Um we approached the uh, junction like we did the uh, last two passes really like and uh just came out over the it was like a crest eighty turn square right and just went to stop the car and it wouldn't stop, just locked up and he tried his best to gather it like and it was just over before um he could do much more really. And yeah. if you if you don't mind me asking, when that's actually was it a late note? <laughs> no, 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 we won't. That's normally that's normally what comes with the question. We, there, we, we might we might want you to come on again, so we won't we won't black you that early into the interview. But uh, in terms of like, I was going to say what's going through your head because 
firstly, you're thinking, oh, like everything happens so quickly, there's a bit of danger. And then at what point does it sink in? Fuck, the whole thing is gone. Like, is, is that is, is that all happening within seconds? Like, um, I don't really know. I'm kind of the person that doesn't really celebrate wins, not that I've won much, but I try to keep it even throughout everything with lows and highs. I try to keep the balance kind of straight enough so when stuff does go up or down that I kind of am level anyway enough so I can deal with different things that are thrown at me through my career. Like So um, it is what it is really, you know, to me. Like, and I just move yeah. on and try to get better next year and go again and see can I improve and add maybe a title to my name or something because that's supposedly what we all want, really. That's why we're here. That's why we compete, like. Mm-hmm. That, that competitive streak, whatever. But you're yeah. out again, this again. Um, it's a quick turnaround. Um, it's a big one for Ashton, really. Like, um, he's on about it since the start of the year. It's the was would it be one of the longest rallies in the world, definitely in Europe. And I like, but uh, I haven't been in the market to escort in a long time. I tell you that. I think it was, I was looking there earlier. It was 2014, like so. I might be in for a bit of an eye opener. I think. <laughs> yeah. I might be in for one. Yeah. Yeah, it's. It's grueling, like, you know, it's it's what, as you say, five days. It's mm-hmm. serious, a serious undertaking, especially so quickly after last again. But it's probably no harm either because, do you know what, yeah. you move on. Oh, I'm, I'm definitely, definitely looking forward to it now. Like, um, I don't know much about the rally. I, I just put it to one side until Ulster was finished, really. But um, I did a bit of looking there now today. And I know they're starting Thursday in Carlisle and it's finishing in Wales <laughs> on a Monday, close to where Ashton lives. So that's about what I know so far about the RAC. And are you away then tomorrow morning or are you over there now? Um, no, I'm flying tomorrow lunchtime. Right. So okay. uh, that's me away again. Yeah. yeah. The fun never stops as you, huh? Um, David will. The boys be saying it's for fun, but you know all these fellas, once they get into the car, they want to win no matter what car they're in or what rally it is. They, they want the top step. Yeah. Like. Absolutely, yeah. And look, we'll, we'll delve into the weekend a little bit more and last weekend and maybe the season in general, I suppose. But, but Niall, from your point of view, I know you had kind of said last week that you were, were you heading, you were heading for Ulster. Did you go up after? No, I didn't actually get up in the end up. Uh, I've been away probably the last 11 weekends in a row, which was reminded by my fiance when I mentioned the subject earlier in the week. So I says, I better stay home and catch up on the housework at this stage. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You'd be but doing on more importantly. Yeah. I, yeah, but I was watching one. the, I was watching the battle all day there, like, and I was actually just gutted for the guys there because um, we were actually running behind them on the road in the Cambrian too, and you could just see how much it meant to them even coming into the Cambrian to get that victory too, and we were really rooting for them going into the Ulster. So when I just seen the thing from stage, I was devastated for them. Both me and Gary were, you know, and like what I have to say, it was a thrilling battle to watch all day. It was nip and tuck. It was fantastic to be watching, even like you know, even the times coming through online, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's the one thing I would say I was very impressed with the overall coverage, right? Because the, the stream that went up on the Ulster Rally's page, I thought was fantastic. It was a great production. Obviously, Killian and Nina are up there. Uh, BRC themselves are putting out stuff. It was plastered. It wasn't just covered. It was literally plastered everywhere. And it was great, actually, you know, to have that bit of accessibility. And you had choice there, too. So, you know, that, that level of exposure is brilliant. Um, and it's good to see people adapting to that and using it. You know, especially in the last couple of years, I think COVID has taught a lot of people a lot of lessons. And I know a lot of these streams were happening prior to that but they're seeming more prevalent now and the quality has improved too so i think from an accessibility point of view and exposure for the sport that's that's great to see and i was well impressed with it. i don't know did you look back at any of it knowing yourself obviously you're in the ticket on the day mm-hmm. but it, it was pretty good like and now you, you would have been tuning in i suppose a little bit in between yeah. the housework <laughs> i normally um 
watch tune in like when I'm not doing the rallies, but I'd never tune in or watch the rally that I'm after doing. I'd normally be tuning in for stuff that I'm not doing. I have more interest, like, and you'd want to know what's going on and be the first to know. But um, in fairness, the coverage on Facebook and stuff like is really good. Like compared to before, I remember when I was younger, like you, there was nothing. Like you, you were waiting for a Saturday morning to see anything on TV. Like, but now you have the real access straight away. You kind of get the raw emotion from a driver too, and it's pure honesty you're getting. Like, do you know what I mean? They're they're as you see them, they're getting the stage time from other fellas. Like, you don't mm-hmm. know when you when you come out of a stage show, you could be ten down or ten up until Killian or whoever it is tells you whereabouts you are in the field. Like, mm-hmm. and in fairness, Niall, I actually heard John Ocean FM there last week, and I think that's that's great as well. And look, when I was involved with, with local radio and regional radio and stuff. You know, when rally time came around, we were always trying to push it and get out there, but it's not always easy. And in fairness, Terrace Talk are brilliant down there as well. And Kerry, you know, you have to give mm-hmm. them their due. But we fall short a little bit. You know, it's still not there. Even though we're finding alternative methods, we're still not getting back mainstream. I don't know why that is. It's only a certain few stations. Highland Radio are brilliant too. But that was actually a great piece you did with Austin O'Callaghan. And Austin is, is very good. And, you know, we'd just like to see a bit more of it, you know. That's the only thing I'd say. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. I was happy when they actually contacted me to do it. Obviously, it was through Connacht Motor Club that, you know, they had the contacts there to make it happen, as I said at the time. Like, you know, I grew up probably, you had that half an hour on um, Saturday morning rather than sports was on, or you're counting down to 11 o'clock when RPM used to be on. And I think people don't realise how popular a sport it is. I think when Rally Ireland came around that time, you know, there was a big excitement around it, and it was it got so much primetime viewing, and then they kind of drifted away again. But Hopefully now, like with the amount of Irish talent you see heading across to the world stage and even heading across to the UK stage and stuff like that too, and the more it's been pushed even this last couple of weeks, like, you know, people might take notes, you might see you get more airtime again, you know. Again, along with your podcast and stuff like that, as Noah was saying, we wouldn't have had this so long ago and it's given a lot more exposure too, which is fantastic to see as well, you know. Well, look, happy to happy to do it. It's, it's because you deserve it. There's a quite of effort going into it and it's just terrible that... You know, people don't pick up on it. But in fairness, I, I will say one thing. When, when Craig and Paul, when their news got confirmed, it was it was everywhere. And maybe that could possibly be a little turning point next year. You'd hope anyway, because look, it's deserved. But still at the same time, going back a few years ago, we had a couple of lads, you know, when Chris and Paul were there and Craig was there. It wasn't hectic at that stage. like. But they done a lot of rallying that people don't know about. You know what I mean? Yeah, back yeah. Even when Chris was in the IRC, like there was a lot of rallies that he'd done and won. There was no, there was nothing on it. Like even locally, like I remember, there was used to be nothing in papers. Social media wasn't really there, so you wouldn't really know unless you were chatting to one of the guys. Like if you were lucky enough. Mm. So, like, hopefully, we will see a bit of a turn. It'll be interesting to see how how that kind of pans out. We have a new era, obviously, as well coming. You know. So, but Noel, I, I have to ask you. Obviously, you're you're heading over to do this five day event, but there's a, a nice little event on your doorstep as well, <laughs> um, yeah. and there's a nice little entry list for it. So. Was there any, tempta- any temptation or um, <laughs> any offers to, to kind of stay around? Or um, I actually haven't done the historic rally in a while either now, to be honest. Um, normally, I'd be spectating with a couple of my friends. I'd rather go spectating at the end of the year if I'm after doing a year rallying. It's nicer to kind of go out and watch or marshal or something like that. But uh, it's pretty strange. Like, there's two historic rallies going on at the moment, like, and they're both the same weekend. It's a bit madness if you ask me, like, but it's just the way it's after falling now. But um, um, it came up with Ashton Duty RIC. It's kind of one of those rallies that it's there on the bucket list to take. Like, if you have an opportunity to do it, to get and go do it, I suppose, hopefully, in a way that Clarny will always be there for me to come back and 
have a crack off it. Mm. But um, definitely the RAC will be in my mind anyway the weekend. I might have a flick over and back to see um, how a couple of the boys are getting on, but uh, I'm sure they'll um, get on well anyway. Yeah, and Niall, that's a bit of a pity that they're kind of clashing because I, I'd imagine there's a lot of lads that wouldn't have minded a crack off boat. Like. Yeah, I was even talking to a couple of guys even there at the last event with us and even in rallying us, like, and they're saying, you know, they would love to come to Killarney because obviously, like, some of us got them iconic stages. They're well known even throughout the UK, historic scene and stuff like that. And it's just a pity they are clashed and hopefully now that doesn't happen again. But yeah, you know, it's such a shame. I was so shocked at the start of the year to see it too. But as Noel says, you know, it's just the way it is this year and hopefully now it won't be an issue come next season, you know. Mm-hmm. I didn't actually forensically examine the, the entry list or whatever. Are you involved? I'm not involved, no. I've, right. uh, that's me now after rally nuts. I said that'll be it. It's been 18 rallies this year. So I says I just kind of take a few weeks off now and just kind of get ready for next year now. There's a, there's a bit more housework left to do, so you didn't do it all last again. <laughs> no, the list is never ending, unfortunately, too. So we'll see. But I just think I just, where you know, chatting there about um, RAC, I just had to laugh. Like me and Noel obviously done the Mull Rally. And we were over there thinking how tough that rally was and how long it was, you know, and like, just going into another Mammoth event, like, you know, I just, I don't envy his task, like, because I was actually looking at itinerary for um, the RAC this weekend, and geez, it's a tight schedule, like, and, you know, fair play to you for going over after the year you've just had, you know, talk about not taking it easy at the end of the season, like. <laughs> <laughs> Even though with me, I try, I try not to look onto the length five days, every for the same five days, but you're... There's a lot of cars, a lot of driving to do within one, two, and three to get the the fifth day. Like, but uh, yeah, you yeah, know, um, it's a bit of a turn to go to do the longest rally of the year and the last rally of the year. You try to be winding down instead of winding up, but it's just the way it's after falling. <sighs> but look, as as the saying goes, and it's not cliche, cliche. You, you may take a day away, there. like, and that's that's all you can do. Because if you look definitely, beyond it, definitely, yeah, yeah. But you, you know, you, you get caught. Like, if you're if you're thinking beyond it, so what did mm. you say, Neil? You, you had a great quote there, actually. I think on Ocean FM. Uh, recite it to me again was it one note at a time one corner at a time one stage at a time a note at a time a corner at a time the stage at a time was kind of our motto kind of for the later half of the year because at the start of the year we were just going hell for leather and just trying to get results and next thing we were looking at our positions and championships and again I think it's very hard then for a driver not to think about it but you just have to say look as I was telling Gary even coming into the last round of Scottish and the Welsh it's like you bought a lottery ticket this morning and you already have it won as soon as you bought the ticket you know it's just if there's a six-stage rally, five-stage rally, just do the stages and worry about what happens when you cross the finish line the last stage because up until then, there's nothing confirmed, you know, and rallying is such unpredictable sport with the mercy conditions, mechanical issues that we had this year as well. So that's the whole thing this year was just to try and keep the thing calm in the car and get through it, you know. Mm. The quote struck me because it sounds like an, an adaptation of, uh, what was it, one of the Rocky films, one, one step at a time, one punch <laughs> at a time, one round at a yeah. time. So, um, yeah. Talk about rejigging it and making it work, but uh, no, it is. It's true, though, in fairness. So, yeah, uh, nicely put. So, um, yeah, like just a little, a little brief kind of recap on on the season, then, guys, from from both your point of view, because I I said it to Will and to Johnny earlier that the high points and and the low points. I think I already answered the low point in all. Sorry, so <laughs> I want I want you know, to delve too much into. It. We've kind of delved into it already, but talk about you know the positives of the season. Niall, maybe I'll come to you first. Um, geez, the positives like just I suppose getting the results and I suppose we're the first crew to do it in a long time. Um, you know, I guess um a low point probably I suppose uh, actually in uh, the Mull Rally, you know, I suppose we went to the event and we were we went in the Evo nine as well, just the score wasn't available at the time, so we went in the Evo nine and we were like, Jesus, you know, we didn't realise like what we were letting ourselves in for if we went there and Gary wouldn't be as experienced on tarmac and then stage five, the Friday night. 
just complete another break failure and we were stuck in a ditch and we dropped nearly two and a half minutes and obviously Stephen Petch had a few scores and it's like we needed to get full points and all of a sudden we were thinking going oh god how are we going to get back here and then we just had to fight back and like as Noel will probably tell you like Saturday night like I think it was at half one in the morning you were still going into another 17 mile stage and the weather was changing the fog was coming down you still had to push and you know, when we got that over the line, it was just amazing from in such a low. And again, there, like rally nuts getting um, starting off with power steering issues in stage one to puncture on stage four, you're thinking, oh, God, it's drifting away. And next thing, all of a sudden, it comes right again. So, you know, I suppose they were the lowest of highs. So it just shows there was a lot of luck involved this year as well. You know, luck was just on our side, which is very rare in rallying, too. Mm-hmm. Noel? Um, I guess um, getting back doing a championship, really, um, being able to rallying there was it being stopped and whatever, but um, just to get a solid year in the championship to get going. Um, fighting with Matt all year was great. Like That's why you enter the rallies and enter the championships to get into a good battle. And um, Reese was there as well. Obviously, there's other boys, like, but it ended up with Matt. But um, just as the year went on, it got more exciting, more exciting. The ball started rolling more and more. Um, I suppose the fact that we were on every podium, I think, um, is it every... British Championship rally I started I finished on the podium till last weekend even though I haven't many of them done no mind you I haven't much of them done but uh, it was a good stat while it was going but like every stat it has to come to an end as well but um, if I could pick out a high point, point from the year I suppose it would be um, definitely I suppose the Ulster the fact that um, it was like a local rally even though it wasn't the fact I could just drive up the road I didn't have to fly and uh, my family were up there and uh, a lot of faces I knew and it was kind of it was it was nice to kind of come back to Ireland and just do one, you know, when you're away all year. But um, other than that, um, it was just great to get out and get going, back rallying again. And finish wasn't there, but sure, look, we'll put it on to experience and we'll go again. Good stuff. And um, last question then, as you know, in terms of, because I know I kind of know the answer to this one, Niall, from your point of view, the, the relationships that you built up and how you got to know the drivers, you know what I mean? Uh, you go back seven or eight years, I think. With, with Gary, is it, Niall? Uh, you know, how did yeah, that kind of come out? Time. I was actually on the way back from the Banner Beach rally and I had Paul Rowley in the back of the car at the time we were bringing him back to the airport to fly home and like, the phone just started going and they're like, um, Niall, are you free to do a rally? There's a guy looking for Wales Rally GB and he says, like, yeah, but the recce starts like tomorrow or Tuesday. Yeah, we know he's very stuck and you get in touch with him and next thing Gary rang me and he said, look, can you just down all and come and fly over and do this rally and Fortunately, at the time, was able to kind of shuffle work around. We went over and we done Rally GB, and we got on well. And next thing, Gary was doing a um, French two away campaign the following year, and I went in and done three or four events with him there. And we kind of stayed, you know, good friends. And then obviously, I was away doing stuff in America and South Africa and a few other bits and pieces. And we couldn't make a deal work for a few years. And like just this year, now it all just happened to fall into place again, where we could go rallying again. And hopefully, you now we can continue it in, again until next year. You know, mm. and you've seen a good bit of the world. In fairness. <laughs> or uh, last day, yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 it's, it's been good now yeah some big names there along the way too in fairness um after sitting with like so yeah it's not been so bad no nah, it's been all right first lego man yeah. not too bad <laughs> yeah <laughs> and noel obviously same, same question to you uh mr price uh yeah <laughs> that's not an advertising for a shop but, uh, <laughs> but <laughs> want to take it want to get in touch and take a podcast they can get in touch with us but uh yeah if it was spelled the right way but um i actually yeah. raced against Ashton in i think it was 2016 and the drive dmac championship which is effectively the junior world championship knows the same way it's run but uh 
Oshin won the championship that year and um it was ourselves and myself and John and uh who was racing against Oshin and uh we kinda made a bit of a link there and next thing as things happen, he was looking and we got together and we started and then the Cambrian two years ago and that championship stopped and obviously due to COVID like but uh we said we go again this year, but uh it's two thousand sixteen when I first met him. Actually competing against him like so it's it's funny how things happen really, isn't it? Yeah, it's mad because like, people talk about how tight the community is within Ireland, but even across the pond, so to speak, yeah. it's still it's still tight there, even yeah. taking in you know uh, the British side of things or whatever. So it's just a small community in general. I think it's not just in Ireland, really, is it? Like in yeah. fairness, even like social media now it makes the world so small. Like you're just on the end of a phone to anyone, really. Like you know, where mm-hmm. like says before, like it was a little bit harder to get out there. Like, but now fellas really don't have any excuses. Like if you want to go like you can go there's no problems mm-hmm. exactly well listen um, the very best look this weekend all um thanks we'll be in touch again. Yeah, i might need a, i might need a touch of look for over five days but uh <laughs> I, could do, I could i could do with some of niall's look yeah and look uh niall well done again and looking forward to catching up with both again next year um thanks for jumping on the irish rally podcast and we'll chat to you again soon all right thanks for having thanks, me thanks take care thanks, look after niall burns and nola sullivan um before we finish up, we're going to go down through the results from the weekend, obviously, of the, the Ulster Rally. So, taking the overall win, uh, Matt Edwards and Darren Gard, and second, Johnny Greer, Kirsty Riddick, final result there, Callum Devine and Brian Hoy, third. Then you have Josh Moffat and Andy Hayes and Keith Cronin and Mikey Galvin uh, completing the top five there. Uh, we also have uh, class winners from the event, which uh, we'll just dig out there now. So, yeah, starting with uh, RC2 class, just, just basically as I, as I spoke out there. Um, Eamon Kelly took the RC4 with Connor Moan, with uh, Will, obviously, and Liam second in that. Uh, N1 went to Barry Savage and Francis McMullen. Uh, N3 went to uh, Patrick Fitzpatrick and James McEnany. N4 going to Liam McMullen and Christy McLaughlin. Uh, N5 going to Sam Adams and Michael Johnson. Uh, N6 going to Jason Black and Carla Egan. And seven went to Martin Toner, Kyle Diffin, and eight, uh, Gordon Cunningham. Uh, then you've got in N10, Gary Jennings, Rory Kennedy. Uh, N11, Aoife Raftery, uh, Dylan Doonan. Then obviously we're on the historics, H1. You've got David Armstrong and Ashley Trimble. And then H2, you've got Donna Kelly and Kevin Flanagan in the fabulous BMW M3. Uh, Kevin and has some lovely shots of, of that as well. And then just moving over to uh, the British Rally Championship overall. So uh, Matt Edwards taking that one from Ocean Price there. Um, obviously, in the quarter side of things, Darren Garrod and Noel, who's uh, been on with us there tonight. Uh, second, very, very close, only seven points in the difference. Fabulous season, though, and take nothing away from him whatsoever. Uh, moving down to uh, where are we now? Just scrolling further down along. Obviously, Will Creighton taking the, the junior uh, championship. Uh, Liam Regan taking the quarter side of things there. Uh, in the academy, obviously, the aforementioned Johnny Mulholland. Fantastic season for Aoife Raftery as well, uh, finishing up second in the academy. Uh, quarter ever side of things, uh, Callum Maguire taking that. Brennan Comiskey taking BRC4. Uh, Connor Foley in the quarter ever's end of things there. Uh, National Rally Cup, as you said, Gary Pearson and Mr. Niall Burns uh, alongside. Uh, class 4, you've got Jason Black and Carl Egan. Class 6, that's uh, obviously Mr. Pearson and Mr. Burns again. Uh, Ashley Dixon then class seven with Stephen Joyce so yeah that's uh, where we leave it and uh, that's all we have time for again just to thank our sponsor CS Recovery and Transport check out their Facebook page specializing in the transportation of rally cars 
to vintage cars and every car in between locate, um, located rather in the southeast of Ireland and within easy access of the major motorways and ferry ports. That's where we leave it. Thanks again for uh, getting in touch. We do have a couple of comments, actually. We'll, we'll get to those. Uh, Flying Finn Motorsport have been in touch. Congrats to Niall on all his achievements. doesn't feel that long ago when we used to head off marshalling with industry marshals club and then we've got another one uh loud and clear here in scotland fabulous great to have people tuning in all over the place so uh yeah look uh don't forget you can follow us on facebook and instagram uh, and on twitter there as well um anytime you want when we're live on a stream just send a comment and we will get the audio up on spotify apple google podcast etc it'll be tomorrow it's not going to be tonight bit of sleep to catch up on uh but tomorrow we'll have that up and ready to go uh don't forget to subscribe on youtube as well Thanks for tuning in and until next time, take care.